after we made that million dollar goal, we, I did set out to continue it and we just kept keeping track. And what ultimately happened was it opened doors to opportunities that I could never dream about, especially being a performance painter, which is already sort of different, strange to some on its own, but where it ended up taking me because of the charity aspect and because it could be used as a tool, as a conduit for giving, one of those uh, opportunities was to go on tour with the band Kiss on their final farewell tour, early 2019. I get a call from uh, their manager, Doc McGee, and someone in his office had told him there's this kid from Sacramento that, that does performance painting. He's entertaining, yes, but he also helps raise money for charity. Welcome to the Paint Method Podcast, or welcome back to those of you who have uh, been following this journey. Uh, thanks for, for being here. You know, summer is upon us. It feels like a thousand degrees out here in uh, Sacramento, California, which is where I'm at. Luckily, the studio, if you're watching this right now, you can see the studio behind me. Uh, it's, it's nice and cool in here. So I'm very, very grateful uh, for that. But I hope you guys are staying cool out there, wherever you are on your journey. Uh, but really, before we get into today's episode, I just want to say a, just a quick but much-needed thank you to those of you who are, have been supporting this podcast. This is uh, it's new for me, you know, but I've been loving it. I love sharing these ideas in more of a long format and not just the 15-second clips. But uh, if you want to uh, get those shorter clips, you can obviously follow at The Paint Method on Instagram. Uh, I post quite a bit on there, a bunch of clips from this podcast, but also just some extra content uh, as well. If you're wondering you know, how you can support this podcast, uh, we don't have any ads on here, at least for now. Uh, best way to support this is to comment if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube as well, give a thumbs up, uh, or uh, if you're listening to this on an audio platform, just hit a follow button, just follow the, the podcast. And most of all, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review. So uh, whatever review you wanna leave, it would just really help us and support this podcast. So uh, today I wanna talk about something that I think is an overlooked opportunity, but also something that we all need on our journey. It's something that we have to individually choose for ourselves. Now. It may come in the form of an outside force saying, you know, have you thought about this? Have you thought about, you know, giving? Have you thought about adding more intent or purpose? And sometimes those could be traumatic or dramatic events. Or uh, like I'll share in my story coming up, I had this really rare and unique opportunity, this platform to give. And I'll explain how I did that and how I eventually gave or helped raise over $7 million up until this point. So it's been a crazy journey, but also you can use your platform to make a huge impact in the world around you. And I'm gonna share more about that. So let's get into today's podcast about intent, about purpose, let's go. We are all on our paint journey, but where are we now? And where do we go next? This is how. Passion, action, intent, new, teach. This is The Paint Method. Now, intent is about 
your approach to any situation that you're in, whether there's great opportunity or even struggle as well. And, and having a filter to look through, a very clear filter of seeing just a bigger picture, you know, living for something bigger. And sometimes it's hard to see this because every day can be a struggle, you know, with gas prices as high as they are, as the, the economy where it's at, and really our world you know, opening back up to almost business as usual, but it doesn't come that easy. And so struggle is there for all of us on any different level. Your struggle is important where you are. But getting through that struggle and finding something bigger to live for really involves uh, harnessing a purpose. And part of that comes from, you know, maybe there's a moment in life where you have this conviction uh, of what you, you do want to set as your purpose, but it becomes a filter for those struggles that we end up going through. Now, uh, John F. Kennedy said, efforts and courage are not enough without purpose and direction. And so I listen to that and I think about, yes, I love to create, I love to do these paintings, I love to perform, but without doing it for something bigger, I'm just entertaining people, which in some eyes would think, well, that's quite a bit. That, that should be enough, right? Or most of us who are maybe going and clocking into work, you're there all day, you're doing your job. You're just you're putting in the effort. And most people think that's it, right? But without purpose and direction, every stumble that you'll come across, which is bound to happen, you don't have a filter, something bigger to look, to look past this moment, this moment's struggle. And purpose and intent helps us with that. It gives us a reason to keep moving forward. Now, early on in my career, I was, you know, 2003, I started painting live. Shortly after that, started teaching myself how to do performance painting. And the first few years was a struggle. Matter of fact, there's still times today that are a struggle in different ways, but it was a struggle all around, trying to get people to understand what I did, but also just trying to get by. And so giving was the last thing on my mind. Uh, I was not thinking about what, what percent can I give uh, as I go or give back? It, it was not an option for me. And so at some point, I started performing at small uh, you know, charity events uh, around town, around here in Sacramento. And my paintings that were created on stage with only a few hundred dollars in materials, I realized that they were being auctioned off before they were dry for thousands of dollars. And sometimes 10,000 plus dollars. And being an artist early on and donating these performances or donating at least a percentage uh, of these paintings being sold, I wasn't seeing all of that, but I was seeing something else. I was seeing this impact it was making on my community. I saw the impact of converting a few hundred dollars of materials on stage, uh, moments of my time, and then having the intent and knowing that I'm gonna use this opportunity for something bigger, not just to entertain. So at the time I was 25 years old, so I was now, let's just say, five years into this. And I was seeing more success. I had more steady shows. Uh, I was, I think by that time, I, I definitely bought my first house. And 
you know, on the outside looking in, things looked as if, you know, it, things were going great. There was still something in me that felt like I don't deserve this. I didn't ask for this creativity. I don't know where it comes from. There was a little bit of, uh, I think they call it uh, imposter syndrome, like big time. Like, I did not deserve this. I'm just a painter throwing paint. But I had to use some perspective. And I looked at how unique this opportunity was and what is what a, a small chance I could I could have to use this for something bigger. So at 25, at that point, I did some math, which is not my strong point, but I did it enough to realize that we had raised at least 150,000 by that point in my career at 25 years old. To me, that was a lot of money raised over that time. I, I thought, well, let's just announce that and, and keep it moving. But at 25 and looking forward and knowing how hard it was to get up to that point and knowing that there's going to be struggle ahead, that was just a, a self-conviction I had to have with myself. And so at 25, I set the goal. If we raised 150000 at this point, what's the next most outlandish goal I could set? So I set a goal to raise $1 million by the time I turned 30. Now, how did we do this? I would get hired to perform at events like we were already doing. We would uh, auction off the paintings afterwards. The organization would, would take care of that. And each one that's auctioned off, we would just track the results. We would track them down. We'd keep them in a database and on our computers at the time or our folders. And we just track this over time. And so, you know, not only did that become an initial goal, I also started sharing about it on stage with the audience and bringing them along on this journey. And so that was another important part was sort of rallying the community or even the live audience to get behind this greater goal or purpose. So sharing it was another big part. But, you know, as time went on, I also realized this. I didn't want to stop what I was doing. I wanted to give. I wanted to, you know, change the world around me, but I didn't want to just quit what I was doing, sell off all my possessions, and go move to a third world country and just help them out, which is noble. And I commend anyone who wants to do that. But that just wasn't an option for me. And so by also attaching this goal to my passion, applying this purpose to it, it allowed me and really it allowed me to embrace the journey that I'm on. I didn't have to feel guilty about being successful at that point or even just the hard work that it took to get to that. Now we have a bigger purpose. We have a bigger goal. Everyone who worked with me at the time, anyone who came on our team, they had to understand this goal too, that as we come across obstacles, that this is what we're moving towards and nothing else mattered. So we set this goal. I'm 25 years old, and we just are starting to chug along. My career started growing, and at every show, whether we were raising money or not, even if I was just doing a, a sort of a keynote talk, I would share about this journey that I'm on. We set this goal to use this platform to raise a million dollars by the time I'm 30. 
afterwards, people would ask, like, you know, how can we participate in this? And I said, well, there's an auction over here, and um, feel free to donate to that, and we'll put that towards the proceeds. So this kept going on, and eventually, I was uh, on this TV show right before I turned 30, so I was 29 at the time. I was on this TV show, America's Got Talent, and, you know, my notoriety definitely grew. But in the midst of that, I think we were between filming, I came back home to Sacramento, and we had a show at the Crocker Art Museum. It was, they were just hosting the events uh, for uh, some organization. And so I remember going there and I think my agent called me at the time and said, hey, if you raise, let's just say $10,000 tonight at least off these three paintings, you'll meet your million dollar goal tonight. So it all, all sort of just hit me and I started looking back on Every single small event, whether the painting went for a couple thousand or tens of thousands of dollars over the course of, of the last five years, it just sort of all hit me that night. And it was, it was very emotional. Even We hadn't even raised the money yet, and I was just sitting there emotional thinking about, wow, we really, we really gave this a bigger reason to live for, a, a bigger reason to create. And I was extremely proud of not only myself, not only my team, but the generous people that gave along the way to some really extraordinary organizations from Special Olympics to California Police Youth Charities, uh, American Heart Association, I mean, you name it. Imagine the art and the performance was just a conduit for the giving. We were just in between a very generous donor in exchange for that art and that money going to the organization. We just played a conduit in this role. So we're at the Crocker Art Museum. Uh, I go up on stage, and of course, I have to tell the audience, would you guys like to meet this million dollar goal tonight? Of course, you know, there was an applause. I'm still nervous whether, if I know that we're gonna achieve it or not, but eventually I do these three paintings. I go off stage, I'm in my dressing room, and my, my tour manager at the time is, going back and forth between the stage. And I'm pacing back and forth nervously thinking like, oh my God, are we going to do it tonight? We're finally here. So the first painting went up for auction and he came back. He's like, we're at 5,500. I'm just rounding it off, I'm guessing, because I knew the first painting did not bring in the full amount. So he goes back and eventually comes back. And the second painting uh, was about that. And so in that moment, after this five-year goal of wanting to give as we go, using a platform, not changing what we do, just changing why, giving it a bigger intent and purpose, it all sort of just came down to that moment. And we met that first million-dollar goal. And you know what happened right after that? When are we going to do the next million? Immediately. And I said that because it gave me so much energy to keep moving forward through success and through a lot of failures at that time. But after we made that million dollar goal, we, I did set out to continue it and we just kept keeping track. And what ultimately happened was it opened doors to opportunities that I could never dream about, especially being a performance painter, which is already sort of different, strange to some on its own. But where it ended up taking me because of 
the charity aspect. And because it could be used as a tool, as a conduit for giving, one of those uh, opportunities was to go on tour with the band Kiss on their final farewell tour, early 2019. I get a call from uh, their manager, Doc McGee, and someone in his office had told him there's this kid from Sacramento that, that does performance painting. He's entertaining, yes, but he also helps raise money for charity. Kiss wanted to raise money for charity on their last tour. So they could have had anyone open up for them. Uh, they could have had any bands, but we found this synergy and this fit because our purpose aligns. We both wanted to use our platform to give. And so we went off and did a you know, nine plus month tour with them. I think 120, 130 dates around the world. It was an incredible opportunity. On that tour alone, we raised over $1 million for various charities, which included Make-A-Wish uh, America. So another really interesting opportunity that happened just recently in the past couple months from the recording of this podcast is I got to perform live with uh, the superstar Josh Groban at Radio City Music Hall. And the purpose of that event was, uh, was a three nights at Radio City Music Hall. Uh, he was doing the same show and he had special guests join him on stage, so different acts, different celebrities. Each night I would go perform, I would create the, uh, the Statue of Liberty painting. And each night, Groban would come up and, and chat with me and we told the audience that this painting would be used to raise money for not only my charity, but his charity as well. And so uh, I, I don't know the exact number that we raised, but again, it, it was amazing to see that just the opportunities that were opened up because we led with purpose. Now, this also worked because we also had to perform at a very high level as well. So I don't want people to think that, look, my, my, my purpose is on the forefront. I'm, I'm giving. Why am I not succeeding? Or why, is this, why am I feeling like I'm, I'm holding back? you still have to level up on your own. You still have to have self-growth and discipline in whatever craft that you're, or platform that you have. So that's important. But I do want to leave you with a challenge. You know, how can you give and what can you give? It's not just about, like some of those very generous uh, donors in the audience at these live events. They gave money. They exchanged money for a painting and that's what they got in exchange. That money going to the organization. For you, I, I honestly think I, money is valuable, of course, but I think what's even more valuable is time. Time is something that it is easy to give, but also we, we don't get it back. We can only give it once and however we choose to use it, uh, it's, it's for that moment only. But it is something that you can give if you can find time uh, to volunteer you find time to mentor someone, if you could find time to even volunteer for an event or an organization for a small period of time, whatever it is, uh, that can go a long ways. And obviously, if you have the money to donate to organizations, that's also another way to give, whatever amount it is. Another overlooked opportunity to give is sort of resources or information. Uh, I've been trying to do this with my own nonprofit, Creator X. Uh, I, I started it with my high school animation teacher. So we, uh, we do these summer camps where we uh, introduce high school teens to the world of arts, media, and entertainment. It's like a tech conference about arts for teens and mostly underserved teens, you know, teens that are living in, 
and students that are living in lower socioeconomic areas. And so we, we have that opportunity to give resources and information to them that hopefully they can use on their journey. Whatever you decide to give, time, whether it's your money, whether it's uh, resources, information, set a goal. I set a goal early on when I was 25 to meet that million dollar goal by the time I was 30. It was very clear. We made small goals along the way, but I want you to start by what can you give this month? What can you give within a quarter or a year? And beyond the giving, think about what am I living for? Why are we doing this? Why are we going through the inevitable daily struggles without any light to look to? Maybe for some of you, it's, it could be spiritual or religious, or maybe it could be community-based or just with your family. You know, a higher purpose to live for or to have that filter to serve your family. Whatever you decide, whatever you, you think that your, pur your purpose or intent is, it's got to be something that you're just convicted by. Uh, it, it's got to start in your heart. Maybe it's something that you see in this world that you have a huge compassion for. I don't know where it's going to come from. You'll know when it hits you. But when it does, set a goal on how you can use your daily platform. Don't change what you do. Just changing why and adding that why to a bigger purpose to live. I hope this podcast was uh, helpful to you today, wherever you are, whether you're driving, whether you're at the gym, whether you're wherever you're listening to this or even watching this on YouTube. I appreciate you just taking time to spend some time with us here at the Paint Method podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, leave a comment below, let me know your thoughts or what are some ways that you've been able to give uh, by using your platform? Or if you're listening to this on any audio platform, be sure to hit the follow or leave a review. It would really help us and push this podcast. I hope you have an amazing, beautiful day. Go create. My name is David Garibaldi. Thank you. Peace. <laughs>